Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on Joey Votto hitting two home runs. I mean, on the Cubs pipeline. Yeah, that's it. Um, Wow, Joey Votto. No, uh, I decided to listen to a Yankees game today because nothing else was working. And they they have the... I, I Boy, I can't remember the guy who is their announcer. Not just the name, just not there today. They have uh, Susan Waldman, who has a background in journalism. and that, That's where she comes from, newspapers. I think um, she has a... Uh, ooh, not quite disdain for uh, social media, but she doesn't really like it a whole lot. Uh, she has a very dry, dry wit. Whenever I flip on a Yankees game, it takes me about 15 seconds to get used to her voice. It's not a bad voice. It just takes me about 10 or 15 seconds to get used to it again because it's not a voice that um, I'm used to. I, I, I hope that makes sense. But I really enjoy Susan Waldman. She... Uh, she she was commenting on the San Diego Padres and how possibly Mac, Mac Scherzer might go there. And she just flat out says, you Darvish, not having a good year. Um, David Weathers, not having a good year. Blake Snell, not having a good year. No sugarcoating anything. If somebody's not doing well, she'll say it. If a guy's not hustling in the outfield, she'll say it. Susan Waldman, I and I, I listen when I'm listening to Yankees games. I'm listening for Susan Waldman because even though it takes me a couple seconds to get used to her voice again, I like her. I like her, and I'll just throw it out there: if the Cubs ever get to a point where their radio booth needs a second person, a um, color commentator, call Elise Meneker. <laughs> flat out. Call oh, Lisa Meneker. <laughs> Same basic premise. Have two different, completely different vocal registers. Have someone who who knows the game from one fashion or another. Elise played it. Okay, now you want to hear about Bailey Horn after three minutes of my rambling, which is what you sometimes get. The Cubs have traded, or I'm willing to say the Cubs have traded Ryan Tapera to the White Sox for Bailey Horn. I'm flat out honest. I don't really like the White Sox pipeline. I really don't. It's not that they don't have anything at the top. It's not that they don't have depth. It's not that they just, whenever I look, it's like, nah, not that. So when I saw Cubs trading to pair to the White Sox, it's like, oh, crap. Who are we going to get hosed with now? Name came across, completely alien name to me. No idea. Like, okay, I might as well look this guy up because I have no idea who he is. Bailey Horn, left-handed pitcher. Okay, that's a good thing. Out of Auburn. Okay, that's a good thing. Draft status, drafted fifth round, 2020. Now I like this trade. Now I like this trade. 
Horn is coming back from some sort of an injury, probably Tommy John surgery. Um, but he's he's back and pitching again. He's pitched in low A this year, and he's pitched in high A this year. When he's pitched in low A this year, he's been fantastic. ERA below three. When he's pitched in high A, he's been horrific. ERA above 11. Right now, don't care. Don't care at all. Get him to South Bend. Have him pitch and shuffle things however you have to. Maybe move Ryan Jensen up to Double A Tennessee if you've if they've decided that Mateo Boki, who's done a lot better than he sh- I think he should be doing, they're going to stick with Boki, and I have no problem with that. Move up, um, Ryan Jensen to Double A. I'd be totally good with that. Uh, but what what about Bailey Horn? What about Bailey Horn? <coughs> He's already pitching in Double A. This is his first full pro season. Full stop. He was a 2020 draft pick. Full stop. What that means, 2020 draft pick. Why I sometimes go back to that rather um, like it's an important thing. 2020 draft pick. He will not be eligible for the Rule 5 draft until 2021, 2022, 2023. He will not be eligible for the Rule 5 draft until 2023. So let's say he's okay this year. Next year has one of those years where, whatever reason, first couple months it just doesn't work out very well, and da 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 da. But he, he still has time to develop before he's Rule 5 eligible. What's highly unfortunate with a player is when he's injured, he's struggling, he's getting pounded, getting bombed, then finally he figures it out, like his fourth or fifth year in double A ball. (coughs) He finally has a good three months, and the team all of a sudden has to decide, do we want to give him a 40-man roster spot, or do we want to lose him? Uh, Dakota Chalmers is kind of in that range right now. The Cubs picked him up on waivers and ran him through waivers again, got him through waivers, got to keep him. So now Dakota Chalmers isn't on the 40-man roster. He's starting to kick it into gear in AA, doing quite well there, representing that he probably does deserve a 40-man roster spot. And the and the Cubs are going to have to decide after the year, is this guy going to deserve a 40-man roster spot, or do we want to lose him in the Rule 5 draft to someone else? With Bailey Horn, who I knew nothing about before today, um, the Cubs have until December of 2023, to, uh, November of 2023 to decide anything on him. So if he's doing well, fantastic, great, wonderful. Maybe next year after the Cubs get him into a full-out spring training and all that kind of stuff. Maybe next year he will be a capable starter at Double A. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not. You know, I'm not. I'm not hanging anything on that. Um, but I like getting players who were just recently drafted. Uh, if you can fight through the oh my goodness, now he's had like seven pitching coaches telling him what to do over the course of the past 24 months. He's probably. It, if he has the ability, 
He's probably gotten to the point now where, okay, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to prioritize that. I'm going to do this other thing. Um, I'm good with it. And the cool part about a trade for Ryan Tapera, if the Cubs end up trading away Ryan Tapera and they get back a player who is not a superstar in the major leagues, they traded Ryan Tapera. It's Ryan Tapera, folks. Yeah, he's having a good season. But he was a joke last year, punchline joke, as far as, you know, yeah, he got MVP votes, and so did Ian Happ. And um, both of them got a MVP vote, third place or whatever it was. For Ryan Tapera, what you want to get is a guy who you can possibly, arguably, maybe, potentially draw a pathway to the major leagues. Bailey Horn is in his first pro season. He's pitching at advanced A. He's kind of struggled there. But he's pitching at advanced A in his first major league season, in his first minor league full season. And he, um, SEC guy, left-handed pitcher. If he figures it out, he might, he might not. You send him to South Bend, let him start there. And let him pitch five or six innings a, a time. See how it goes. Hey, what's what's work? And the fun part about it is, here's, from my perspective, the real fun part about it is, let's say you decide, I, through this through this trade period, through this trade period, pick one guy. Pick one guy that fascinates you. One guy. I started with Bryce Ball because he was the first guy. I've been paying a lot of attention to him. Focusing in on his at-bats, what's he been doing, uh, try, trying to draw up a reasonable dossier on him as quickly as possible without saying anything that makes absolutely no sense. Then you toss in Greg Dykeman, who I'm quite a fan of, and Greg Dykeman ought to start tonight because... Uh, <laughs> Half of Iowa's squad is in Chicago, I think. Hey, you guys going up to Chicago for the trade day today? Yeah, no. No, I'm sticking back here. I'm going to be one of the guys that's going to actually have to play in Iowa. Oh, man. Dude, that sucks. So now, what ends up happening... Yeah, pick a guy. Maybe it'll be Bailey Horn. Maybe it'll be Greg Dykeman. Pick a guy. Do homework. Listen to a game that player plays in. Have knowledge of somebody, something. I strongly recommend each draft class you pick a player that you're interested in, each international signing class pick a player that you're interested in. Cubs are trading a whole bunch of talent. Pick a guy you're interested in. Maybe it'll be Bailey Horn. Now, back on the other side of things, Ryan Tapera is now gone, which means the Cubs are one short in their bullpen. But, 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 hang on a second, hang on a second. Since the trade, since the transactions I told you about this morning, with Jake Jewell being added, um, Corey Abbott being sent back down, and Cole Stewart being put on the 60, um, Nico Horner is on the 10 day, and um, Sergio Alcantara replaced him. What's the other blasted move they did? Goodness, I'm not going to look this one up, but the Cubs made another move. But they're, they're one short. They're just going to start adding players 
when somebody gets traded, somebody's going to be able to get added. When somebody gets traded, somebody's going to be able to get added. When somebody gets traded, somebody's going to be able to get added. And there's a whole bunch of players, probably in Chicago. Okay, as soon as, insert player's name here, gets traded, I'm on the squad now. Bailey Horn is a perfectly legitimate get for um, Ryan Tapera. I wish it would have been more. I wish it would have been more. But when you have a right, a, a non-closer that's a right-hander, Bailey Horn is a 35 on fan graphs, uh, a 35 plus, which is as low as you can go and still have value on the fan graph system. But 2020 draft pick already has pitched an advanced A ball. The arm strength seems to be there. I don't know what he pitches. I don't know how fast his velocity is. I don't know any of that stuff. Let's see. Today's Thursday. Would he be good to go by Sunday? Did he pitch on Monday? Uh, did he pitch on Tuesday or Wednesday? I should probably find that out. But, um... I'm interested in hearing what Bailey Horn has. I, I, I'm just, I'm just absolutely fascinated. One of the things that um, my dad could never understand, but I absolutely loved, was imagine you're listening to a radio station. In this situation, I'm specifying a classical station, and they mention now we're going to play something from an artist you're probably not familiar with. I don't know how much into classical music you are. Probably heard of Beethoven, probably heard of Mozart, probably heard of Chopin, maybe a handful of others. And maybe you listen to the genre, maybe you don't. But for me, it's absolutely fascinating. You're going to hear something you haven't heard before. Cool! Cool! Now I get to... Break, break out a clean sheet of paper and start taking notes on stuff that I've never heard before. Oh, this kind of sounds like, hmm, this, this sounds like it would have been a little bit earlier than that or whatever. Bailey Horn, left-hander. How hard does he throw? Is he 92, 93? Does he hit 96? Does he, is his curveball or his slider better? How good does, um, how good does change up? Oh, a left-hander with a change-up? That'd be sweet, wouldn't it? I have no idea what this guy has. I'm walking in completely stupid dumb. No idea. And you know what? I'm not gonna roll, I'm not gonna look too hard. I'm not gonna look too hard on fan graphs to find out what his secondaries are. I'm not gonna look hard at all. On Twitter, there's going to be five or six people saying, oh, man, this guy's got a, a, a 50 curveball or a 55 change. or a The Cubs decided this guy was worth getting. He was starting an advanced A ball. That's going to work with me. Is he any good? I'm, not, I'm still not sold on the White Sox system. But when I look at an 11 ERA over, I think it was like four starts and advanced a ball that means nothing to me that means nothing to me it could have been a situation where one day he was starting the day after someone else got absolutely pounded and the manager effectively told him on his first trip out to the mound sorry dude you're going four and he gives up 12 runs 
That's going to kill your ERA forever. That's going to kill your... I have no idea why his ERA is high. Was it one bad outing? Was it continually... I have no idea. I didn't get as far as checking his advanced A walks to strikeouts or walks to innings pitched or innings pitched. I, I, I saw the bottom number was... Was it Canapolis? And he pitched well in Canapolis this year. Then the uh, one above that is... Is that Winston-Salem? Winston-Salem that's a level up? I can't even remember. But whoever is their, their advanced A club is, he didn't do very well for there. And before I did the podcast, I didn't check. I'm not really worried about it. Bailey Horn is a player to get to know. A couple days ago, I had a nice little discussion, friendly discussion. The, the, I, I, you didn't see me put <coughs> put up air quotes around friendly. Um Someone was telling me that, <coughs> excuse me, someone was telling me that you can only assess how the Bryce Ball return for Jack Peterson is after a matter of years, you know, two, three, four years, if Bryce Ball gets to Major League Baseball, then it was a good trade. That's the only way you can tell. And at some point, I asked a question I've never asked before. I had never asked before. Now I'm going to start asking it rather regularly. I don't know if you're a ba- basketball fan. I was a big basketball fan back in the 80s. And the Boston Celtics were absolutely a fantastically run organization. And just as they were starting to get a little bit old, they made a fantastic draft pick in the mid-80s. Lenny Bias. An absolutely fantastic I don't know if he's more of a small forward, power forward, six, 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 seven, muscle bound dude. And the Celtics had made a trade and gotten into the position. They drafted Len Bias and the entire NBA started rolling their eyes. What are we going to do now? Because how are we going to be able to defend the Boston Celtics with Lenny Bias? About a week later, Lenny Bias was dead. D-E-D, dead, due to complications from drug use. Len Bias was a fantastic draft pick because he was the best player on the board. Len Bias was a fantastic draft pick because he was the best player on the board. The Cubs have been shopping players for talent. Would you be interested in this guy? Would you be interested in this guy? How about this guy? Maybe this guy over here. By the appearances of this trade, Ryan Tapera wasn't adding a whole lot to anything. So, for instance, if the Cubs were offering Chris Bryant to a team and they were getting a 45 and a 45, uh, a 45 and a 40 plus, let's say. Okay, how about if we throw in Ryan Tapera? Well, we'll give you a 45 and a 45 plus. Well, that's what you just offered me for Bryant. Yeah, we're not adding anything for Tapera. 
That kind of sounds like what it was with Tapera. Tapera probably wasn't adding a whole lot, regardless in any of the scenarios that were the Cubs were looking at. So Tapera, to get value for him, it was a best-case scenario by all appearances. Separate him from any other trade. Let everyone in the world know Ryan Tapera is up for take. And whoever offers the best piece for Ryan Tapera gets Tapera. And the Cubs got... <laughs> the guy whose name I've completely forgotten. Bailey Horn, that's his name. I actually had to look at the heck up. Uh, totally forgot. Bailey Horn, uh, pop, as I was popping back on, somebody said, a 35-plus for a setup, man, that's not bad. I couldn't put it any better. Will Bailey Horn ever do anything? I don't know. Uh, Bailey Horn is probably the, let me see. As far as South Bend pitchers, I prefer Bailey Horn to any starting pitcher in South Bend right now, except for Max Bain, Ryan Jensen, and Derek Casey. He's the fourth best guy in South Bend right now. His ERA is 11. As far as I'm concerned, he's the fourth best guy in South Bend right now. He's a 35-plus. The other guys aren't. Will Bailey Horn do anything long-term? I don't know. I, I'll be interested in following. Bailey Horn pushes the Cubs past the Padres. I don't know that he pushes them past the... What was it? Twins? Twins they got to pass? Mm, mm, mm. Something like that. Um... It's step-by-step. Step. Bailey Horn makes the South Bend rotation better. Bailey Horn makes the South Bend rotation better. By doing that, it creates space for either Derek Casey or Ryan Jensen. I would lean Jensen now to go up to South, uh, to Myrtle Beach, uh, Tennessee. Wow, 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 Tennessee. And one of the pitchers in Tennessee who's in the rotation, who's scuffling a little bit, can possibly get dialed back or switched more to a bullpen role. They've recently done that with Eric Yulman. He went from the rotation to the bullpen, and he's done a lot better out in the bullpen. Some players are going to be like that. As you upgrade a starting rotation, sometimes the starters go to the bullpen, and that's all right. Um, 20 minutes talking about a guy I know nothing about. That takes some skill or some untired jaws or something like that. Bailey Horn, give him a shot. I'm, uh, I'm fascinated to find out what he will bring to the table. And he's probably, probably, who else is shopping for Ryan Tapera, really? Who is shopping for Ryan Tapera alone? The White Sox. Uh, he's a better get... As far as I'm concerned, then Pittsburgh got when they traded um, the guy they traded uh, the Yankees. Uh, fit, 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 Fisher? Fit. Not remembering his name either. 
not going to look that up. Um, when you're trading a piece on a day when you're trying to accept anything long-term you can possibly get, getting a 35 for a setup reliever is perfectly acceptable. The Cubs added 35-plus reliever for a setup guy. Bailey Horn. I'd be interested to learn about him. I hope you are as well. One way or another, I expect I will be saying, Hey, Bailey Horn started. I hope you'll be listening. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Be safe. Be nice to others. And I think I have a little bit of time before the next trade is announced pop out and get something done. I was a little bit negligent this morning and yeah, I should probably go take care of something before it happens in about two hours. So, uh, yeah, the steps along the way. This is, this is not going to be the trade that makes the Cubs pipeline uh, oozing with quality, but it steps along the way. It makes the South Bend rotation more interesting, if not better. It makes the Tennessee rotation better. It probably makes the Tennessee bullpen a little bit better. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a great day where there's a whole bunch of trades. I'm thinking I might be back in a couple hours.